Greetings, everyone. A very warm welcome to another edition of the Hubdo podcast, where we're talking with software vendors, subject matter specialists, and end users who share real stories of how to do more on HubSpot. I'm your host, Pete Nichols. I'm coming to you from Copenhagen in Denmark, and I'm joined today by Gray McKenzie. Gray, g'day, mate. How are you doing? Where are you coming from today? Uh, I'm coming from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I, Pete, I recently listened to um, your, you had Quiller um, on the podcast, mm-hmm. and I hadn't listened to a Hubdo episode in a while, and I heard you say, good day, mate. I was like, oh, this is just his Pete's greeting for, for someone who's in Sydney. And then it turns out it's not actually true. That's the that's the greeting. I love it. I got mates in Pennsylvania. I got mates everywhere. So, mates um, everywhere. Yeah, you, an official good day, mate. Uh, let me give some background then to the listeners. So uh, a little bit about Gray. So Gray McKenzie is a true operations nerd. You have a passion for helping digital agencies building healthy, productive, and profitable teams. I know you, you've built ZenPilot into ClickUp's largest and highest rated implementation partner, and you've spent the last decade helping, that's an incredible number, over 2,600 agencies to streamline their operations. And uh, as a bit of background, you've, uh, you've got how many kids? Yeah, we've got, we got four young kids, seven, uh, seven down to one. And travel as well, that's kind of your thing too, although you haven't been traveling during COVID so much. Not, not really. So yeah, adventure, adventures of families are, is awesome though. Well, it's an open door here in Denmark, mate. So you know, come on over when you fancy having a more expensive beer. The beer's cold. Uh, the, the welcome is warm. So we're we're delighted to include ZenPilot on the Hubdo podcast and Hubdo Marketplace, so that people can do more on HubSpot. But we should really help people if they haven't come across ClickUp before. What is it, Gray? The typical person here, the category that we put it into is a product management platform. You think of Sana Monday. Jira, Basecamp, Trello, you know, any of the platforms out there. I think there's this movement, you've probably seen this from teams like Monday to say, you know, kind of break out of the category and try and say, no, we're work management software or we're, you know, work efficiency software. So the category, I don't, I don't think that that to, to the average user, to me, doesn't really matter that much whether we call it work management or product management, but it's meant to be that place to house all your projects if you are. Uh, working in a service-based business like an agency, you know, how do we manage all our client projects and make sure that all the work's getting out on time? And then internally, how do we manage operations as well? So folks who are moving to ClickUp have probably been using Asana or Trello or Basecamp or one of those project management tools, and then they're looking to ClickUp, which looks to be particularly suitable for agencies to use. And we're going to dive into that. So the name of our episode today is How Top HubSpot Partners are scaling operations with ClickUp. So let's dive on in. Help me out with this first, Gray. What types of agencies do you think are an ideal fit for ClickUp and who maybe isn't a fit? The types of agencies that it works really well for, though, I think because of the power and flexibility, like whether you're a retainer shop or you're a project-based shop can work really well. The folks who I point to other platforms are the folks who want I want an all-in-one system that does my invoicing, that does my you know finance uh, component, that does all my time trackings and ClickUp, but does all my time tracking and profitability reporting and everything else. Like folks who are looking for the all-in-one are a better fit for Excello or um, you know some of the other other platforms out there. And I think obviously there's trade-offs in that equation. Like hey, we're giving up 
some best in class tooling for project management specifically in order to have a, a wider feature set. So um, yeah, ClickUp is the fastest growing PM platform in the agency space. I think it's because it's got a lot of flexibility to fit a lot of different use cases. Where do you think the tipping point is then if you talk about number of staff, just gut feel for you, you've dealt with so many agencies, if maybe one or two people is a little bit small, perhaps for the complexity and capability of ClickUp, at what point does ClickUp become a good fit? Yeah, I think uh, every team, you know, we all hit that point. I think people have different capacities for where it's too many people for one person to manage, but most people would say that's somewhere in the five to eight range. And at that point in time, you need some system somewhere. Like, is that ClickUp or is that uh, another platform? I think you can, you know, there's a lot of good options out there. But that's the normal point where I'll be like, hey, you should, you really need to start thinking about the investment that you're going to make. You're going to make an investment one way or another. It's not an option. It's either we're going to deal with more chaos and no system to organize it all or a poorly thought out system to organize it all. Or we're going to deal with less chaos, chaos but we're going to make an upfront investment to get whatever our, our PM tooling is correct. And so I think at that point, um, that's where it really starts to to come back to bite agency owners and and uh, team operators is once they hit that tipping point where it's beyond what one person can mentally keep track of and manage. And if you hang on to the system that you have for too long, then that becomes a, a hole you've got to dig dig your way out of while you're struggling with uh, with overload already. Again, having worked with so many agencies, Gray, what are the common mistakes that you've seen? people make either before they come and implement uh, ClickUp or, or maybe touch on some of the expectations that were wrong and, and the mistakes were made around ClickUp, ClickUp as well? I think there's three key pillars to getting this right for agencies. You've got obviously the technical side, which is for us where ClickUp comes into the picture. Like what's the tooling that we're using? How do those tools talk to each other? Um, you obviously more than pretty much anybody who I talk to are tied into all these different platforms and how they work together and how can we pass data back and forth between whatever it is we work to do to make PandaDoc talk with HubSpot and connect. Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's a tooling problem. But the other two pillars here are the process side. Like how do we actually work? Does everyone follow the right and best process every time to deliver work efficiently and high quality work for clients? And then the behavioral side, which is how does our team operate? What are the rules of engagement? Um, and expectations around that. Having a great PandaDoc to HubSpot integration doesn't matter if the team doesn't know it exists or doesn't know how to use it. Um, and same thing procedurally, like if our templates are crap, then it's still, we're efficient getting it out there, but it's it's a low quality outcome. You know, I think when if we just say the word project management, everyone's mind goes instantly to the tool. Like, oh, do I need ClickUp or do I need Monday? And you've got folks like us in the marketplace who are adding to the noise by saying, look at all the cool things ClickUp can do. And the the truth of the matter, though, is none of that matters if you don't get all three of those pillars right together. So the most common mistake is we invested all this time researching tools. We picked a tool and we forgot to tell the team, here's exactly how we expect you to use it. And here's our culture around how we're going to manage projects. And we invested very little time into um, creating standardized templates in that tooling for how our team's going to deliver work that we can easily deploy and the team knows how to use those and follow those processes. So I think those are the, the two most common mistakes. And we can go, I'll, let, I'll stop here, but I'm happy to go deeper into like, hey, what do specifically people get wrong in ClickUp or struggle to get right in ClickUp or what do the better agencies get right out of the box? But does that resonate, those kind of three pillars? 
it does uh when we talk about three pillars i think of like a tripod any one of those three if it fails the whole thing fails and i'm thinking with the simplicity of tools like asana and trello that sometimes you can also be led into a false sense of preparation in that uh, those tools let you go a long way without having to define that much strictness around your, your processes the behavioral side people may be quite flexible in how they use those tools so with ClickUp then you're you're really needing to buckle into something that's a, a bit more structured and uh, that also can be a people challenge getting people to say oh why does it have to be so hard whereas they're coming from an environment that maybe its flexibility was its weakness would you say yeah, I think that, that's definitely true. I think there's a lot of implications and click up in their own marketing. We'll say, hey, we want we want to create a platform that works for everybody. You can, Pete, if you want to work in Kanban boards and whatever else and Gantt charts, that's fine. And Gray wants to work in tables and lists because he's a nerd. That's that's fine too. Um, and, and from a view perspective, that's totally fine. Where you run into problems is as an agency specifically, we're just creating all this data in the day-to-day in what we're doing. We're creating tasks and we're tracking time to it. And all of that should wind up being an asset to help inform better decisions for the future. But if I let you go, hey, pick a, pick a space inside ClickUp and go create it however you want to get your work done and I'll go create mine however I want. Um, we run into a huge challenge when we try to pull any meaningful insights from that because our data is structured in totally opposite ways and you're not tracking time at all. You're tracking time up at a project level and I'm tracking time down at a subtask level or a more granular level and not trying to mix and match any of that and understand what clients are, are most profitable for us, what clients are least profitable. When we do this service line, are we losing money in this service line? We're making money. We don't get any of that ability to capture any of those insights back out of it. And then we had the complexity of adding more people to the team and their work habits are directly informed by who they happen to train under. There's no one standard for how the business does things. So you wind up with everyone's got their own spin on how work gets done. And then there's naturally going to be, hey, something went wrong here. This person's gone. I have no idea how to go find what happened or what needs to happen next or how do, how do we work together? How do we cover for each other when someone's out of the office and when there's turnover or somebody new coming on board, it's super hard. You're just, you will pay a cost one way or another and the cost will just be in a lot of that chaos and drop balls um, if you don't have some standardization around here's the way that we as a team are going to work together. And given that many agencies have a bunch of folks who would call themselves creatives, what creatives love structure like yeah, let's stay creative. Uh, so ClickUp's all about making the business more successful and, and scalable. So uh, some of the things that have gone wrong or have gone right, I'm keen to unpack that in some of the real stories that we'll, we'll get to in a second. Uh, let's talk about HubSpot for a moment because you're focused on HubSpot partners. Can HubSpot do anything in this area before you go adding a, a tool like ClickUp? How far does it go? Um, it can. Obviously, you're into the projects tool inside HubSpot as well. There's a long, we've got a very personal tie into HubSpot projects from our days back building software and um, being a HubSpot partner. Um, so HubSpot projects, you can create tasks, you can have templates. There's some very, very light project management capabilities. It really struggles in an agency ecosystem because each of those are run in a HubSpot portal um, and they're all siloed into their own. You know, there's no way to go get an overview of I'm in 20 different client portals. Well, how do I see everything that's going on across the board? 
So there's certainly some light stuff that can happen there. I think for in-house teams, I've and back in the agency days, like we've worked with some in-house teams who are using HubSpot projects um, somewhat effectively. But as a true project management tool for an agency managing different different clients, um, yeah, I would not recommend HubSpot projects as much as I love HubSpot um, for for true agency project management. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head as a key reason of where HubSpot's built-in project management might be fine for an end user because they're only ever working in one HubSpot portal. But if you're an agency who's jumping between customer portals, that's a separate project management system in each one. So you do need some kind of an add-on. Now, um, most of the tools that were mentioned, they integrate with HubSpot in some way, the likes of, uh, of Asana and, and Trello and so forth. ClickUp has just beefed up their HubSpot integration. Could you tell us a bit about what is now there that you haven't had the luxury of before, Gray? Yeah. So for a while, Teamwork has been the leader of the pack in terms of the direct integration into HubSpot. There's not really, for most other platforms out there, there's no direct integration or ability to trigger work. You know, when something happens in HubSpot, trigger something to happen in ClickUp or whatever the, the platform is. And so this is in beta right now as we're recording it. I'm sure as a lot of folks who are listening to this, they'll be able to access this and get into it. But um, V1 of an integration between um, HubSpot and ClickUp is direct, so it or is built and available in beta right now. We've been using it um, for a while here internally. And it's starting to replace some of what we're doing. We do a huge amount of workflow automation between platforms um, at Zenpilot. We use make.com for a lot of that integration work. And so the HubSpot thing is HubSpot's the most popular CRM that we are um, helping teams integrate. And that connection between a CRM and a project management system is really important. So using HubSpot's native workflows tool, we can now say, you know, when a deal gets moved to closed one, I want to go create a folder in ClickUp or I want to create a task from a template in ClickUp. And it needs to have these properties pass through from HubSpot um, and push that stuff. Um, back and forth. And eventually, you know, that'll be a bi-directional uh, or there'll be the ability to also trigger workflows from ClickUp back into HubSpot. But the V1 is out and live now. And that's, you know, the most, that's probably the most common use case that we're helping agencies set up is for any engagement, any client services business, that gap between when somebody pays us money and signs up and they get that first activity or the first feedback um, loop there can be a lot of anxiety and there's a natural period of buyer's remorse that happens there. Um, is anything happening? I paid money. Like do I, I'm worried about getting value back out of this and minimizing that time to value is huge for a great client experience and building trust. So having a really smooth handoff from client just signed up, the deal got closed in HubSpot to, Hey, the, the project is set up. The client's getting that welcome email there. You know, all the details are right. The team's assigned inside ClickUp. That's really important. And so that, that's the most common workflow that we're creating right now using that integration. That's a really quick response. As soon as the, the, the deal is done, it's the kickoff call or whatever the that next yeah. alert is. And the customer's like, wow, okay, um, things are moving already. There's no uh, ticking and waiting uh, like the expectant dad outside the delivery room. You and I have right. both been there. <laughs> so let's uh, let's look at some real examples. So whether it's around the three pillars that you mentioned earlier, or anything else out of this playbook that you've built, I'm I'm uh, amazed the guide that you've put together for agencies to use with with ClickUp. There's clearly a lot of coalface trenches learning in there. Can you give us some examples? Uh, don't have to mention the agencies, of course, but uh, what's some real scenarios come to mind? 
I think in the HubSpot ecosystem, I might, so some of the like top partners, some of my favorite partners, and I shouldn't probably say favorite partners because we worked with hundreds of HubSpot partners and I don't want to leave people out, but I think it's like, like, they're all your yeah, favorites. Exactly. <laughs> seems like um, Mojo Media Labs, who was recently acquired by Gravity Global, um, or Lean Labs, sticking with the Labs theme, or Beacon Digital Marketing. Um, you know, and that, that, that list could go on, but some of the commonalities I think of some of those top partners is that there's already commitment from the leadership team to, we want, like, we're already bought into structure and building the infrastructure to scale. Um, we just haven't figured out how to, how to make that happen in the project management and the operations and delivery side of the business, um, yet. And so I think the common Almost everybody, we, we've kind of pivoted our marketing. This is a little bit kind of behind the scenes as Empire. We've pivoted some of our marketing where a couple of years ago, it was very much around boring, the boring stuff. Hey, there's these three pillars. There's technical and procedural and behavioral. And it's like, who cares? Are we in a science lab somewhere? Um, what's going on? To leading more with ClickUp because when most people think of solving this problem, the thought is the tool. Like I need, I need a different tool. And agencies are infamous. They jump tools on average every a uh, little less than two and a half years from one platform to the next. And if you talk to any agency owner who's been in the space for more than five years, they've been on you know at least three different tools 90% of the time. Um, so that's the common, oh, this is painful. It must be that the tool's not working for us. And it's not wrong that the tool's not working for it, but they're not working, you know, the work hasn't been done to make the... Um, to make the tool work either. So we've shifted a lot of our marketing towards the ClickUp side, um, which has worked well. And the guide that you mentioned has been really helpful to um, to thousands of folks, which is cool to see. I just got a couple messages last night from people who were like, hey, I went through this. I'm doing, later today, I'm doing a Twitter space with ClickUp, talking about how agencies should be streamlining project management on ClickUp. And uh so as they were promoting that, I just got a couple messages from folks who were like, I went through that guide nine months ago and it was so helpful as we set it up. Um, so a lot of the marketing has become around that to, um, to kind of get people's attention, obviously. But then we're going through an education process to say, hey, this is why most people are coming to us is for the technical side. What's hidden beneath that is the best ClickUp setup in the world that doesn't have the right process templates built or those process templates are built and they're just the wrong process doesn't help. And those templates built, but nobody knows how to actually apply or use them um, has been huge. So uh, some of the, some of the coolest stories have been um, with a, an agency of about 25 people. They came in and worked through the process. Uh, the click, they were on ClickUp pre-existing. The ClickUp setup actually wasn't terrible. Um, they didn't have any standards for how the team was all going to use the tool together. And so it was very hard to get any insights rolled up to the, to the leadership level. And then their process templates, they already had some process templates built, but they all had been built by somebody on the project management and ops side of the business, not the people who were actually the best at doing the work. And so we went through, we went through kind of this three-step process of designing, um, what, what things needed to look like from a process perspective and from a technical perspective and then from a team perspective and then taking that and implementing that in, uh, in phase two. And the third part was just kind of optimizing that. And in that implementation phase, 
it was a lot of pulling in the subject matter experts and saying, that's fine that you don't know how to build out perfect ClickUp templates right now. Like, well, that, that playbook is really easy to solve. What's hard to solve is like, you have this expertise and you know how to do things better. And a lot of these junior folks aren't getting that training. They're following a template that was created by somebody else. So they had with the same staff um, or same number of headcount, there was some staff turnover that happened, but they were able to increase the revenue managed by 350% with the same exact headcount. Um, so it's just like crazy numbers, like the amount of profitability growth that happens there. And obviously then the ability to pay people better and retention went up um, as a part of that engagement as well. But getting the right processes built in the tool and then getting the team, it was, and it, that obviously that happened over about a seven month period, the right processes built into the tool was a big chunk of it. Getting the team all trained on how to use it and how to understand what that all meant and kind of clarity on what in the day to day, what am I supposed to be doing? And then the optimization part was huge to be able to have insights back from what was going on and then move people into their zones of strength um, as they had data and cut and reprice service lines um, based on the data actually coming back about what the costs were to deliver it. So um, those, uh, those types of results are super exciting. I think often that's the case with a younger agency where there's just not a lot of optimization. A more mature agency is rarely going to have a 350% uh, increase in basically profitability with the same team or the, the revenue managed by the same number of headcount. But what we'll often see there is um, the infrastructure in place to scale smoothly. And so a team like Beacon Digital Marketing, like they doubled in a year, um, which is hard for any service-based business to go through, much easier in the software space than in the services um, business. And the number of the, the types of problems that you're solving look totally different. It was kind of the first time Whitney and the leadership team there felt like, hey, we've got the infrastructure in place where we can really, um, we can absorb this and we can continue to deliver really high quality client results at scale. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of different examples like that of different types of impact that it's had on different agencies, but they're all following the same framework of kind of getting all three, like that's the commonality. Even when we look at teams who haven't worked with us, they haven't gone through that framework and you look at what's working well that's always in common. It's like, Hey, they've, whether it's by accident or by intentional design, they've gotten those three pillars, right? Do you see that often where processes have been put together, but actually nobody could really follow them because they've been written by an operations person rather than someone who really knows the tools. How often does that come up? Um, I'd say there's fewer. That's probably the majority of cases that processes are built. So you go to any of these conferences, you were just at inbound, obviously. And every agency who's like, I remember going to HubSpot's partner day for years back in the, you know, 2012 to 2018. And every agency that had hit any type of scale, that's all they would say. It's like systems and processes. So that buzzword is out there everywhere. But what the heck does that actually mean? It's really hard to, really hard to do. And when you say that to a bunch of creative people, no one gets super excited. I actually think there's a lot of um, creatives are really grateful people for folks who bring that structure when it's explained and articulated well. And when it's not, it feels soul crushing and there's a lot of disdain um, towards it. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of surprised me that there is a lot less resistance when the, um, 
when the value prop is articulated clearly and uh, here's the here's the result and here's here's the benefit to you that comes out of it so i would say for the majority of agencies that we talk to if you looked at what percentage of their current um, deliverables that they produce for clients they have an actual documented process for it's well below 50 percent. most people have not spent most of the time but the folks where the majority of those are documented the majority of the time it's been documented by somebody who's a project manager or who's a um, who's an operations person and that's not always a problem if they do the interview right and that gets you know hey we know how to interview our team to get that it's just like creating content you get a lot of junior marketers first three months on the job creating content without talking to a subject matter expert the content's gonna suck um, mm -hmm. it's not gonna be that helpful but you take that same person and give them a really clear playbook for here's how you're going to get the right content from people and then you use your marketing skills to go package that together that recipe can work really well but often yeah that's a common a common pain point right now so getting those processes together it's fine if ops do that in fact ops people are probably the ideal ones to make that happen and happen well, right. but they've got to get the input from the field teams that are doing the work to, to yeah. make it real. And you've also said the creatives really welcome the processes if someone's gone to the trouble of putting it together and there's a value proposition there. If you can think of as a final example then of um, where you've seen an agency develop great processes and you think like that's gold standard, that's what every agency, if everyone did that, it'd be perfect. What comes to mind? What was the secret sauce there for that agency of why it happened that way? Um, there are kind of, I think, four. And I know when you're explaining this, you should never put a prefixed number on things if you don't already have them all memorized. But um, the first piece was a culture of documentation from a leadership level. Um, not necessarily that they did it, but it was clear to the whole team that documentation and they did some of it, but it wasn't like this the agency owner just sitting around documenting things all day. Um, but they built out good things and they'd rewarded the team and already had a culture in place before we got engaged with the agency. Um, it's a 40 person agency here in the States. Um, so a culture of we're going to find the best practice and we're going to standardize that across the team ahead of time. You're missing kind of how do we connect the dots to make that actually happen. But, um, but there was already a culture of it. Um, then there was a clear scope or clear mission. What are we trying to accomplish? In that case, it was a productivity improvement. Like, hey, we need to figure out how to get 30% more productive. We need to, like everyone is saying that we're overworked right now. Our time tracking is consistently in the low 40 hours of work per week. And that's not even all the time tracking that we're doing. Like we'd like that to be 35, 36 hours as a target. How do we um, how do we reduce the amount of time tracking that like, capture all the time that we have, but reduce the total amount um, that looks like? So clear targets. And then I think the next piece from a process perspective was just being willing to step back and also get kind of the team. The team was already aligned on what the goal is that we're trying to get to. But not just go to one of the best, you know, at a 40 person agency with a focused skill set, you've got multiple people in roles. So it's really important that you don't just go to the person who's been there for the longest and say, how does this process work? And then document that and say, okay, now everyone's going to do it this way. And there's not already some consistency there. So there were kind of the interview and just the collaboration process to get those, um, 
documented. There's a huge art. There's like, this should be a book at some point, which is like the hidden art of how to efficiently get processes out of people's heads and agreed upon by all. Um, but, but that was because of the culture that was relatively easy to do with the right process. And then they built it all out and, tr and trained the team. Uh, so the, they were all built out, in this case, obviously, on ClickUp as, as um, process templates, which can live at multiple different layers in ClickUp's hierarchy. And the whole team was trained on, hey, I'm creating a quick task. And the task in this case is a deliver, you know, it's a new blog post for a client. And they learned how to, how to quickly deploy those. So not, there's a, it's probably too nerdy to get into, but there's a way to use templates in three seconds or a way to, to use templates and take a minute to go deploy. And they trained everybody on the fast way to do it, which meant that buy-in to be able to do that um, was a lot faster. And then obviously holding people accountable, like measuring that, having a quantitative way to measure that was really important and share progress as they went. So I think those are the steps is like buy-in, a clear culture of it from the top, a quantifiable goal that we're shooting for that aligns the team, a process for getting that out of people's heads, and then training and, and accountability. Yeah, brilliant. So, you, I mean, you did better than the four that you had. You actually, I count five had a, points. In we that, cheated. We had is, a fifth. Uh, yeah, over-delivered. Um, and it sounds like there's a book on the way then. There should be. Because there's like uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, uh, Zen Pilot for you guys, Zen Pilot and the Art of How to Get Processes Out of People's Heads and Get Everybody to Agree to Them. That's just, right. It just rolls off the tongue. There it is. <laughs> As a, as a final wrap up then, great. Thanks for sharing that. You've got so much experience working with agencies and you, by being focused on HubSpot and ClickUp, then you, you've just honed that over time. And I know that's in the guide. We'll have a link in the show notes so people can go and, and get the how to implement ClickUp for agencies guide and download. For those people who want to get in touch with you, Gray, what's the best way to reach out to you? Is it LinkedIn? Yeah, LinkedIn is great. Um, Gray McKenzie or email. Gray, G-R-A-Y, at zenpilot.com. Fantastic. Well, look, thanks for sharing all that experience with us, Gray. It's been great to have you on the show. Awesome. Thanks, Pete.